Namaste, Namaskaram, Vanakam, Namo, Namaha, Jai Ganesha. Please visit our website at classicalyoga.org and there's a donate button if you'd like to help us out. And please, stand up for the Hindu, yoga, religious, spiritual, scientific, philosophical lifestyle. Today's podcast, Yoga and Meditation Center. Is there any problem with this advertisement? Many would assume that this is going to be an emphasis on the physical body with something spiritual but not religious. So let's dive into this confusion. Firstly, we recognize we're using two different languages here. Yoga is a very specific language. It's Sanskrit. And Sanskrit is, by definition, the ancient Arya or noble language of the Hindus. Hmm. Meditation, on the other hand, is an English word and simply means to concentrate. Would one honestly say, then, that they are concentrating on something to do with Hindu dharma, Hinduism, the Hindu religion? Hmm. Probably not at all. Therefore, it's a dishonest advertisement from the get-go. To be honest, if it had nothing to do with the religious realm, would not the class be advertised as stretching exercises and concentration? Meditation. So the words yoga and meditation are inserted there to appeal to the superficial. So if we look at the word yoga... It's a Sanskrit Hindu word, and it means yuj atman brahman cha. To yoke yuj to one's atmana, which is the Hindu word for the inner essence or soul, if you will, it's a bit different. And then brahman, or the oversoul, if you will, or the greater source of the atmana, it's not God. So, with the proper use of this Sanskrit Hindu word yoga, we're already deep into religion in general and Hinduism specifically. And also, by itself, the word yoga really has nothing to do with the physical body at all. So how much concentration has really taken place by those advertising a yoga and meditation center? Unfortunately, one can even see this confusion by many Hindu groups offering yoga and meditation. Again, a confusing of a Sanskrit term and an English term. To use English, again, honestly, the implication would be an exercise class and concentration or meditation on exercise, exercising the body, concentrating on the physical body. That would be an honest representation. And there's nothing wrong with making a business out of physical exercise and concentrating on the physical body. However, when the word yoga is inserted there, we have to then recognize that, again, this Sanskrit word yoga has nothing to do with the physical body per se. It's about joining to the individual 
soul or atmana, the accurate term for Hindus. And the way that Hindus do this is by living the Hindu yoga lifestyle. This is where the prefix becomes all important. How are Hindus achieving this yoking, if you will, to their inner essence or their atmana? By living the life of karma yoga, Hindu ethics, and service, seva. Bhakti yoga, Hindu devotions. Raja yoga, Hindu contemplations or meditations, if you will. And Gyan Yoga, or Jnana Yoga, scriptural study and the inner study. And within these classic four yogas, we have Hatha Yoga, which are the Hindu devotional postures. This is the one that is abused by simply the misuse of the word yoga. We have Mantra Yoga, Hindu devotional chants. Japa Yoga, Hindu devotional chants on beads, Amala. And we have Nada and Nata Yogas, Hindu music and Hindu dance, respectively. And living this lifestyle helps to stimulate the inner forces, the inner awakening, which Hindus term Kundalini Yoga, wherein one studies the chakras and the brain hemispheres, the Idda and the Pingala, now, with this understanding, the ethical advertisement would either be to simply get out of the whole religious spiritual realm and offer a stretching and relaxation class and concentrating on the physical body. Or, if using the Sanskrit Hindu word yoga, then the proper designation would be Hatha Yoga and Raja Yoga. However, upon closer inspection, there's also a problem that, unfortunately, the general public and even many Hindus are not fully aware that of all of the classic yogas, the only one that the Hindu rishis said to not display and to basically keep secret or basically a solitary practice, not to be displayed openly to the public. Of all those classic yogas, karma, bhakti, raja, jnana, hatha, mantra, japa, nada, nata, the only one that was supposed to be kept secret, guya, gopya, was hatha yoga. The very one that is totally distorted today under the mislabel of simply yoga. And, quote-unquote, obviously, this lack of discernment is the outcome of one not really understanding their meditation center, the silence of the heart, the youthful, loving warrior within, qualities that are not for sale at a studio or a center. Therefore, a yoga and meditation center is selling a delusion. And don't think there are not ramifications to this spurious non-Hindu yoga.
Things have calmed down a bit, but listen to our many podcasts on the past indiscretions to say the least. The con art of living, how to become a yoga teacher, the classic traits of colonialism and today's phony yoga, where we detail all of these massive scandals that happened in the past. Just consider that we have to ask ourselves, why is there hot yoga and power yoga and doggy yoga and laughter yoga, nude yoga and goat yoga and beer yoga and Ted's yoga and Kino's yoga and Adrian's yoga ad nauseum? And weak and or confused Hindus are responsible for this delusion, this deception. So what is the solution? Hindu Samudra Idhyarti Vayu Bhir. From the Rig Veda. Hindu Hindu Samudra Idhyarti Vayu Bhir. Hindu Hindu, with the support of the breath, grab a hold of the cosmic ocean within. In other words, live this Hindu yoga, religious, spiritual, scientific, philosophical life style. Progressively, karma yoga, bhakti yoga, raja yoga, jnana yoga. And respect and listen to the wisdom of the rishis and the devatas. And keep hatha yoga sacred. Keep it to yourself. And other than stira sukhamasanam, which is all the Saiva Hindu Guru Patanjali says about hatha yoga, don't display these physical postures. Listen to the wisdom of the rishis. Now, all the classic texts on Hatha Yoga say the same thing as Yogi Svatparama said. Hatha Vidya Bhaveriyavate Guya Niveda Tu Prakashavaranam. This knowledge, Vidya, of Hatha Yoga is powerful bhaveda when you keep it secret, guya, a word that's often repeated, guya, gopya, also connected to murga, the inspiration behind the shadarshanas. Hatha Vidya, bhaveda yavate guya, niveda, it loses power when you display it, prakashavaranam. The true yogi, yogini, who's involved in these deep esoteric practices of Hinduism, ideally lives a very solitary life. In the Giranda Samhita, the yogi avoids the public and women. So too with the yogini, they would avoid the public and men. The yogi becomes indifferent to everything. An honest read of any of these texts, Yoga Sutras, shows that this is preparation for a life of renunciation of the material world. Karma yoga, bhakti yoga, the studies of jnana yoga, mantra yoga, japa yoga, these are all positive expressions in the external world, if you will. But the hatha yoga was never meant for that. It was meant for the individual renunciation of going into the true heart center, the meditation center within, that inner silence, 
You can listen to our podcast on the silent service to get a better understanding and some wonderful quotes on the power of silence, without which we come out with these confusions such as yoga and meditation center, or yoga as just a physical exercise, or yoga as just hatha yoga, which again was never meant to be displayed. So as well as the hatha yoga pradipika, the geranda samhita, we have the other classic texts of the Siva Samhita and the Siddha Siddhanta Bharati of Yogi Gorakhanath, who interestingly chided his fellow Hindus. Samyagetat Najanati say Yogi Namadharakaha. In other words, he was saying to his fellow Indian Hindus in India that if you don't know these deeper aspects and appreciate them and respect them, you're only a yogi in name only, not a real yogi. And from the Siva Samhita, Yoga Sastra Midyam Gopyamas Madhi Paribasitam Subhaktaya Pradathavyam Trilokye Cha Mahatmane. We declare, Sivan Parvati, that this knowledge of yoga must be kept intently secret and only revealed to pure and great souls in all three worlds. Siva Samhita 119 and in 5207, Gupta Yogina Siddhim Ichatta Bhaved Viryavati Gupta Nirviryacha Prakasita the yogi who desires success must keep the knowledge of Hatha Yoga secret. It is full of power and wisdom when secret and loses power when revealed. And remember, in the proper use of Hatha Yoga, remember that Hatha is worship of Hara and Hari and the moon and the sun, respectively, or Siva and Vishnu, Hara Hari. And the various asanas are worshipful postures to nature, to various creatures within nature, and to the specific Hindu devas and devis. Therefore, true, honest Hatha Yoga is specifically Hindu and is not universal. It's not for Christians. It's not for Muslims. Those who are brothers and sisters on the planet, but Hatha Yoga are devotional postures to Hindu devas and devis. And disrespecting yoga to simply imply Hatha Yoga is to also disrespect the Bhagavad Gita, if you will, and Krishna, wherein we find specific chapters on Karma Yoga, Bhakti Yoga, and Gyan Yoga. And it's also to disrespect the Hindu deity Hanumanji, who is considered the epitome of the karma yogi and the bhakti yogi. And interestingly and profoundly, within the Hatha Yoga of Hindu Dharma, we also have an asana too, Hanumanji. And remember, he is one of our youthful, loving warrior deities, a heart deity. 
the silence of the heart, the hiranya, garba, wherein one finds the inner wisdom from the silence. Hindu samudra edhyarti vayubhir, grab a hold of the cosmic ocean within. But importantly, in respecting silence, Hindus especially need to respect when not to be silent, when to speak up and not be prayed, P-R-E-Y, prayed upon. Unfortunately, throughout history, many Hindus have been silent when they need to speak up and fail to keep silent or sacred the Hatha Yoga. There's great wisdom from silence and great corruption without it. But there's also corruption when silence is misplaced. In other words, there's a time to speak up. So Hindus need to go into their meditation center, their Hiranya Garbha. And non-Hindus need to respect and leave alone the Hindu yoga dharma. Or, if they choose to learn it, be honest and do just that. And remember, there's always a vast difference between a student and a teacher. True to any of the religions of the world, no one should ever attempt to teach them until they are a part of those specific religions. In other words, common sense dictates that it is a Christian that teaches Christianity. It is a Muslim that teaches the religion of Islam. So too, it is a Hindu that teaches any aspect of the Hindu yoga dharma. Hindus need to heed the words of their scriptures and heed common sense. Let's look at the Siva Samhita. Yaha karoti Saravyasam, Gupta Charena, Manavaha, Savai, Brahma Vilinaha, Siat Papa, Kamarato Yadi. Previously engaged in sinful acts, one who practices in secret becomes absorbed in Brahman. And remember, Brahman is not God. Hindus, we're not Christians. We don't believe in God. That is the one male anthropomorphic deity, noun, being, that is specifically Christian in nature. Brahman is a neuter term for the greater forces of Satchit-Ananda, of which we are individual jivatmas, of Jyoti-Shakti-Ananda-Shanti, And apparently in the Siva Samhita, this is Siva and Parvati speaking. Continuing on in Sutra 26. Gopaniyaha, Priyatnena, Sadyaha, Pratyaya, Karakaha, Nirvana Dayako, Loke, Yoga Ayam, Mama, Valabaha, Nadaha, Sanjayate tasya, kramena bhyasa tascha vai. This secret practice produces the realization of nirvana, and the yogi gradually begins to hear 
the inner sounds. And the commentary, we put together these Siva Samhitas from the Dharma Yoga Ashram. So here's our commentary on these two powerful sutras. For the 18th time, Siva warns the Shishya to keep these practices secret. Sutra 25 reminds all of us of the journey through our many lifetimes as we make mistakes and correct them. Samsara or reincarnation is a distinctly different belief than the one life to live of the monotheistic religions. All Hindus realize that our goal is to be absorbed in Brahman or Atmadashana Paramodharma. Again, this Hindu belief is very different than the monotheistic notion of going to either heaven or hell. In Sutra 26, we see the use of the Sanskrit Hindu word nirvana for liberation, meaning, quote, beyond the forest, unquote. Nirvana is, of course, a major term in the Buddha Dharma, but one must remember that the Buddha was born and died a Hindu, and therefore Buddhism is seen as a cult of Hinduism. Remember, cult is not necessarily a negative term. It profoundly means intense devotion to a particular person, idea, or thing. So, by its definition, Buddhism, as well as Christianity, they're both cults. Christianity is obviously the largest cult. The understanding of hearing inner sounds is fully understood in the Hindu yoga. The heart chakra, Anahata, is the focal point for these soundless sounds, the meditation center that you can't buy and sell. Anahata means, quote, no hit, unquote, and is meant to convey the meaning of hearing that which goes beyond outer sounds in the world of duality. The heart chakra is also about air, touch, and love. These profound and subtle experiences are a reminder to seek a deeper life experience that goes far beyond the like and dislike, joy and sorrow, of the material world. Remember the words of Yogi Garakanath, Yatovacho niyavartanteya prapyas manasa saha. This experience is beyond speech, it's even beyond the very mind that seeks to comprehend it, hence our Sanskrit Hindu term Atmana, which means not the mind. In all of the Hindu yoga dharma, it requires a massive amount of work and commitment to attain to these profound inner experiences. Remember our story in Chandogya Upanishad of Indra studying for 101 years? Hmm. Contrast this with the 200-hour certified professional yogi of today that many Indian, quote-unquote, Hindus actually capitulate to. The Sanskrit Hindu scriptures, like the Siva Samhita, are a strong reminder of the dedication involved in reaching the heights of nirvana. Having gone through the many forests of life, one eventually transcends, which means to climb as opposed to transvalue, skipping over, to climb into the awesome spiritual experiences. In today's hectic world, the wisdom of a slow, dedicated climb is almost totally forgotten and foreign. We must all listen to our heart, the meditation center, H-E-A-R-T. It is an art to hear with the inner ear, 
the wisdom at the heart. In this English word heart, we have art and we have hearing. Hindus listen to the cosmic ocean within, samudra, the yarti vayu here. And again from the Siva Samhita in Sutta 21, Nirantara Krita Bhyasa Dantare Vasyati Druvam Tada Muktim Avapnoti Yogi Niyatmanasaha. By this uninterrupted practice, the yogi perceives the Atmana at the heart and attains liberation. And in the commentary, an honest look at the many Hindu scriptures shows a clarity of a continuous thread, sutra, of understanding. The heart chamber, Hiranyagarbha, is also the Atmalingam at the heart, Utbhava. The inner sanctums of the Hindu mandir are viewed as this heart chamber. All true yogis recognize the long uninterrupted practice necessary to achieve the state of mukti or liberation. As Patanjali said, dirgakala nairantarya satkara savito. One must first have a true practice, satkara savito, and do it for a long time uninterrupted, dirgakala nairantarya. Hindus must understand that moksha means freedom from ignorance, tamasoma jyotir gamaya. So, dear Hindus, we must turn the gaze back in on ourself. Shame on all the invaders, but shame on us for not standing up. Asatoma gamaya, as we go from untruth to truth. And take great inspiration from the story of Mahaganapati, who stood up even in the face of Mahadev Shiva. He's teaching us a lesson here. Stand up. We don't always win, but this is developing the inner character. So Hindu's time to educate and cease this continual capitulation. This is the way to liberation. Always remembering that peace is not merely the absence of conflict, but the presence of justice. Om Shanti Shanti Shanti. Stand up for the Hindu yoga and dharma.